Okay, so Shabbat Tov to everybody. Uh, today's year we will be discussing the halachic background, um, the meaning of, and the when we do say Kaddish, when we don't say Kaddish, how many times we have to say Kaddish, who is permitted to say Kaddish, the controversy about women saying Kaddish, all of that, Bezrat Hashem, and more in this, uh, in today's year. So let us begin by, uh, by kind of putting in context, where did Kaddish come from? And it really is connected to the Chagim that we just celebrated. We just celebrated the Yamim Noraim and Sukkot. And one of the themes that we found in the Rosh Hashanah davening, specifically in the Yom Kippur davening, um, is the Avodah of the Beit HaMikdash, uh, specifically the Avodah of the Kohen Gadol. The Avodah of the Kohen Gadol and the amazing Kiddush Hashem that took place in the, uh, in the actual Beit HaMikdash when the Kohen Gadol comes out of the Kodesh Kodashim and he pronounces in front of all the Kohanim and all of the Kohanim and all of Am Yisrael bow their faces and say, Baruch Shem Kavot Malchutol Olam Vayed. And we know that the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is felt uh, in the Beit HaMikdash, in all of Yerushalayim, in Eretz Yisrael. That is the Shechina being felt amongst, uh, amongst Am Yisrael in the world. And that is what we'll call a Kiddush Hashem. And what happens is, is that with the destruction of the Beit HaMikdash and the Shechita Begaluta, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu's goes into Galut, all of a sudden, there is a great Chilul Hashem. There's the, the, the Navi describes the Chilul Hashem that takes place when Am Yisrael goes into Galut. There is no longer the Shekhinah being felt in the world through the Beit HaMikdash. And the question is, what do Anshay Knesset HaGdola do in this generation? where there's no Beit HaMikdash, there's a Chilul Hashem, we are not pronouncing anymore, Baruch Shem Kvod Machotol Olam Ba'ed. What happens then? Says Aruch HaShulchan in Orachayim Siman Nunhe, HaKadish Kushevach Gadol Benora, Shetiknu Anshei Knesset HaGdola Achrei Churban Bait Rishon. Kadish was instituted by none other than the Anshei Knesset HaGdola. After the tragedy of the destruction of the first temple. And it is, was implemented in order to try and somehow alleviate, which we'll see how, and daven for the end of the Schilul Hashem, which takes place with the destruction of the Beit HaMikdash, which takes place with the destruction of the land of Israel, and dispersing Am Israel to the four corners of the world. And really, Kaddish is a tefillah of the Anshek Neset to re-establish 
the great name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu to bring, bring the Kedusha, Yitgadel V'Yitgadeh Shemo, in this world, as the Navi Yechezkel says, V'Yitgadalti V'Yitgadashti V'Nodati L'Enei Goyim Rabim V'Yidu Ki Ani Hashem. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu makes himself known to the, in the eyes of the nations, that they will know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu Shmo Echad and that is really, on the one hand, it sounds like, according to the Aruch Shochan, it's really a tefillah for a yearning for that Kiddush Hashem that we are trying to get back when we have a Beit HaMikdash. However, I'd like to maybe slightly nuance the Aruch HaShulchan. The tefillah, the Kaddish in itself, is a form of Kiddush Hashem, meaning we don't have, we don't have the ability to to praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu the way we should. We don't have the ability to feel the presence of the Shekhinah as we should. We don't have a Beit HaMikdash. But the, the Kaddish, on a certain level, obviously is a tefillah for us to be able to do that. But it is also, in and of itself, a Kiddush Hashem. And we've seen this idea that Kaddish and Kedusha really stem from the mitzvah Lekadesh Shem Shamayim. Right, of Kiddush Hashem, of sanctifying God's name. And therefore the Kaddish itself is a sanctification of God's name, notwithstanding that it's on a lot, a smaller, a lower level, a different decibel sound to the great Baruch Shem Kavod Malchuto that we had in the Beit HaMikdash. Okay, so now uh, we find that uh, there's another unique topic about the Kaddish, and that is, it's not written in, in Hebrew. It's written in Aramaic. Uh, many people who are, many Israelis, who have no problem uh, reading Hebrew, uh, comes to the tefillah of Kaddish, and it gets uh, it's a tongue twister. And that is because it's in Aramaic. And the question is why? And Tosvot in Brachot explained. The reason is, as we saw in the end of the, with the Gemara in Sota, right? the world exists due to the recitation of the Kedusha de Sidra. The Kedusha de Sidra generally is actually connected to the Uval Etzion that we spoke about before the Chagin. And also the Yehesh Rabba. Now, Chazal, you don't find them talking about Kaddish. You, talk about, you, you find them talking about Yehesh Rabba. But it is, uh, and it seems that at least the, the basic Kaddish, what we call Chatsi Kaddish, was instituted by Dan Sheikh Knesset And then there were a lot of add-ons after that, you know, the Tzitkabel, et cetera. It seems like there was a later uh, edition. Um, but the Gemara talks about the main uh, phrase, and that is Yehesh Meirabah. Yehesh Meirabah, the Batara Gadata, that they would recite after learning Torah. Shayura Gilin Lomar Kaddish Achara Drasha. The Minag was to say it after learning Torah. Bisham Ayu Ame Aratzov. And there, there were people not necessarily very learned. And they didn't necessarily know. And again, the generation after the Churban, people are now in exile. So not everyone knows Hebrew anymore. 
לכך תקנו בלשון תרגום, שהיו הכל מבינים שזה היה לשונם. So that's why they instituted this prayer, which they felt was so critical for all of our Israel, to really is a yearning that we should be able to be Makadeh Shem Shamayim, that like we did in the times of the Beit HaMikdash. And this was something that Anshek Nesad Aguilar wanted all of Am Yisrael to, um, to, to be able to understand and daven, and that's why they wrote it in Aramaic. However, the Sefer Abu Draham uh, gives a different angle. He says like this, Umashe tiknu kadish belashon Aramit, yeishomrim, the reason why they instituted it specifically in Aramaic, yeishomrim nibnei malachei asharet. This is due to the angels. That there shouldn't be jealousy from above amongst the angels. That we are able to praise Akash Baruch with this great um, something unique. Yeah. As uh, it's saying in Perakama of Brachot, I'm just going to move to the other room. I hope my uh, internet uh, is going to work. I'm going to go into the. Um, Danny, hopefully, tell me if there's a problem. But you know, I'm going to switch off the lights and none of that shiny wires. Okay. Um, so the Sefer Abu Dram says that the angels, we don't want the angels uh, that are going to uh, be jealous of us. This uh, praise is the king, right? Who is praised in his house. And and uh, so we don't want to cause the 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 um, the angels to be jealous because if they understand what we're saying, this great praise and reading is going to cause Hakadosh Baruch Hu to yearn to bring back the Beit Hamikdash. As we said, really Kaddish is a yearning to be Mekadesh Shem Shamayim, but we really can't do that until we have a Beit Hamikdash. So this will cause Hakadosh Baruch Hu to want to bring back the Beit Hamikdash. But if the angels understood this, they would say, hold on a second, I'm so unworthy, and start giving all the list of what we did wrong, why we went into the exile, and we still haven't fixed that up, so so, so, so forget it. So Baruch Hu, so the Anshe Knesset says, okay, forget the angels. We're going to go straight to Akash Baruch Hu. We don't want any, any uh, um, attacks in Shamayim. Uh, from this. In order that the angels don't understand because they don't understand it, and we can speak directly and he will listen to us and please God bring back the um, the Beit HaMikdash. Okay. Um, now the question is, when, when should we say, so we understand what the idea behind Kaddish is, we understand why it's written in Aramaic, two different explanations, either so all of Amisol can understand it, or that in Shamayim Dapke they won't understand it, and only Akash Baruch And now the question is when we say it. We've mentioned that the first, the, uh, what's written in the Gemara at least, is, mentioned, is saying this Kaddish after learning. 
um, but the Ravid quotes something else. Shiva Ravid Tam ala Kadishot Shomrim We say the Tfilot also in Tfila. Why is that? Says the Ravid. Hayechad the first time we say uh, uh, Kaddish, again, according to the Ravid, we, we do it slightly differently. We do it at the beginning of davening today, after Korbanot, etc. But according to the Ravid, the first time you say Kaddish is Achrei Psukei de Zimra, Sheyesh Sham Hefsek de Psukim, because that's the end of the section called Psukei de Zimra, right after Yishtabach. The Kaddish Achar Siyum Tfilam Yudchet. The second time we say Kaddish is after the Amida, the Shmona Isra. She mitzvah bifne atma, veinad vukal achareya. It's an, a mitzvah in and of itself, the Shmona Isra, and not connected to what comes afterwards. The Kaddish Achar Kriyat Torah. The third time is after we we do Kriyat Torah. Ki mitzvah bifne atma beknisa beknesa. That's a separate mitzvah to read the Sefer Torah in Shul. The Kaddish, Achara Kedusha, Vihi Davar Shebikdusha. And then the fourth time is the Kaddish that we say after Kedusha. That's referring to Uvalitzion. What we say, the Kedusha um, in Uvalitzion, that's what he's referring to. The Kaddish, Achar Amirat Mizmor, Oprek, O Agada, O Mishnah. And finally, we either say a, a, a Kaddish after saying a capital to Hillim or the Shir Shel Yom um, or learning. Because the Gemara in Sota tells us that the world is sustained based on these two ideas that we say and the Kedusha said over there and also the Kaddish after learning. Okay. Um, now, if you notice what is the Ravid Svara, the Ravid is telling us that after every section in Tfilah, we wanted to conclude it with a Kaddish. And I think the logic is very simple, meaning what is what is Tfilah? Tfilah is trying to connect our Kosh Baruch Hu. And, our, and, and our, we end off every, first of all, so we, we, we can only say Kaddish once we have completed a section, otherwise it's going to be a hefzek. So you don't want to say Kaddish in the middle of, of the Shmonai, so etc. So you want to complete one component of Tfilah, that there's no hefzek before you go on to the next component. That is the place to say Kaddish. And why do we repeat Kaddish after every section of Tfilah? Well, this is really kind of the epitome or the closing of the Tfilah is really, uh, we're trying to look at the Hashem as we said. And therefore, the um, the Ravid continues the Kaddish Achrei Ashrei. We say Kaddish after Ashrei, and she bifna mitzvah bifna atzma kede Amaravina, etc. And uh, he, he then says Kaddish Achar birkata Shma Shel Arvid, right? Why after the Kriyat Shma of Mariv? Because Kriyat Shema is a mitzvah in and of itself with its prachot. And then there's the Amida, which is a separate mitzvah. And it says, Kitvilat Arvit Rashut. The Shmona Yisrael was theoretically um, not necessarily an obligation. Again, that was uh, pre the absolute obligation. But even today, it's still on a lesser form than Shachrit Mincha. So we wanted to end off 
saying Kaddish over there. And then afterwards, Kaddish Achar Tfilat Arvin, Shekpar Nishlema HaTfilat, the end of the Tfilat. If you, if you look at the Raivet, Kaddish forms to conclude the section of Tfilat that we have done. And then he says, that we have a minimum of seven Kaddishes the entire day. When that the entire day, that should be uh, basically you've got two, four in Shachrit, you've got two in Mincha, and you've got two in Marit. Sorry, that's eight. Um, so I got mixed up. I lost one. Sorry, one, one, in, uh, one in Mincha, it seems like. Um, or one in Mincha, did he say? So I'm not sure, I'm not sure where, where I got to four. Um, well, I suppose it depends if there's Kriyatha Torah or not. If there's Kriyatha Torah, then there's only going to be three. On, if there's no Kriyatha Torah, let's say on a Sunday, there's only going to be three Kaddishas in, uh, in Shachrit and then four Kaddishas on, uh, between Mincha and Mal. So that's how you get seven. Obviously, you're going to have more on days where there's also going to be Kriyata Torah. Now, I just want to skip to Rav Shechta. Um, we'll come back to, yeah, Rav Shechta has a different take uh, based on Rav Soloveitchik, obviously. Uh, Rav Shechta is as follows. Al-Nusa HaTvila places the recitation of Kaddish before Birkot Kriyachma, sorry, before Birkot Kriyachma in Shachrit, and before the Shmona Isra of Musa. Sorry, I'm just just uh, speaking. To the the Rosh Hashiva is just calling. I'm just uh, need to harav. Ani Okay, slicha. Um, sorry. Al-Nusa HaTvila places the recitation of Kaddish before Birkot Kriyachma. If you notice, he says it is before Birkot Kriyachma and before Shmona Yisrael of Musaf, Mincha, and Mari. And therefore, it would seem that Kaddish in these cases functions as a Kaddish Hamasriel to begin the next unit of Tvila. So why do we need a, a, a Kaddish in order to start Tvila? Explains Rav Soloveitchik. Rav Soloveitchik explains that a Kaddish Hamaschil serves to create the Tzibur for Tfilah. Although one is permitted to recite Birchos, Kriyat Shema, and Shmon even Beyechidut. Although theoretically, we can all daven by ourselves. Obviously, there is certainly an added cue when these are recited by Tzibur, when you're davening as a community. But one could question whether the mere fact that 10 men happen in Birchos Kriyachma or Shmonaitra at the same time is sufficient to combine them into a tzibur, since even an individual may recite Birkot Kriyachma and Shmonaitra. Thus, one would expect that there be some mechanism that serves to join 10 individuals together so that they are considered a tzibur. And therefore, the recitation of Kaddish, since it requires a presence of a minion, is able to accomplish this tzairah. So Rav Soloveitchi comes with a, a, a completely different angle. And that it's, the Kaddish isn't a completion of the unit of tefillah. The Kaddish is what creates the tzibur that allows us to daven the tzibur. And that's the mechanism that brings everyone together. 
and, and, and in Dhaka, just on a very practical level, you see it. You see it when, when you, you're trying to get a, a, a minion together at the Kotel for Mincha, and you're screaming, you know, and you, how do you know where you've got the minion? When you say Kaddish, and then everyone starts the Amida together. Meaning, if you didn't have Kaddish, how would you know how to, if you, you can start? Kaddish is really the mechanism that brings the 10 people together. We now have a minion. And now we can say Kriyachma and the Amida, etc., together. So that is, I think, a wonderful explanation of Rav Soloveitchik on why we do Kaddish before every unit of uh, of Tefillah, as opposed to what we saw before in the name of the Raiva. It seems to be that it is a completion, or another way of saying it, it, it could be that according to the Raiva, it's not the completion; it's the pinnacle of the Tefillah. So that's another way of saying it. Uh, either or, we have two explanations of why we say the Kaddishas at certain points of the Tefillah. So now going back to, so I'm going back to, to the Mishnah and the Mishnah basically accepts the Psak that we've seen before. Right? We don't say less then seven Kaddishas in a day based or corresponding to the uh, seven times a day, I praise you, that we say in the Sukkim. The first one is after Sukkim de Zimra, before Baruch The second one is after the Amida. The third one is Achar Seyda Kedusha, uh, that the third time is after Valetzion, and that's the first time we really say the full Kaddish. And that's also connected to the Amida. And the fourth one, the fourth is after where we have separate Psukim, and the fifth one is after Mincha, and the sixth one uh, after Ashrei and Mincha, and the sixth one is after Mincha, and the seventh is after Kriyat Shema Arvit before Shmona Yisrael. The Kaddish Achar Tzvilat Arvit. Now the Kaddish. This is what I was struggling with. The eighth. Uh, there's number. There's really an eighth one. The after who Gamken Mitzvah Lo Kashvinan Bichlal Elo It's not really included, uh, and the Lavush basically gives a reason. I didn't see the Lubush inside, what the Swara is. At the footnote over here, he says, it's not really one of the obligatory uh, recitations because the Shmona Yisrael itself wasn't really obligatory. So therefore the Kaddish after the Shmona Yisrael of Mariv, Lichorak, isn't one of the obligatory seven that the Anshei Knesset instituted, I'm not, it's not so clear that the Anshei Knesset instituted these seven, but whoever instituted, they didn't do the the Kaddish after Mariv um, because it, Mariv itself wasn't so uh, obligatory. Okay. Um, let's see the Pnine Alakha, Rav Melamed, says as follows. And now he brings down Although the Mishnah says that there were only seven, however, today, anyone who goes to Shul today, uh, there is definitely a, a lot more Kaddishim that we say. 
um, there are two major distinctions that have happened in the last few hundred years. The first is it seems that we've added Kaddishim, and you'll see different uh, Minyanim have uh, have fights about uh, someone wants to say an extra Kaddish, and, and should they say it, shouldn't they say it, people want to leave. This causes a lot of uh, a lot of debate amongst different in different shuls. But that's the first thing, that there seems to be a, plurifer, a plurifer, uh, proliferation of Kaddishim in, uh, in shul. The second, and uh, more importantly, is that the Minag in Europe, up until almost a, a, a hundred years ago, was that only one person would say Kaddish in the, in the uh, community. And this was obviously when we're talking about uh, Kaddish Yatom, that uh, the mourners have to say Kaddish. So the Mishnah Brura goes at length in different places to give the order who has the right to say Kaddish uh, before the other, because only one person said Kaddish in that shul. However, today, in almost, I think it's almost universally accepted. I'm not sure, I have never been to a shul where it's not accepted, but it could be. There seems to be the universal practice today is that we allow multiple people to say Kaddish at the same time. And therefore, this whole uh, um, having to know who takes precedence uh, is, is no longer relevant. So let's see what the Pninah uh, Lachas says. So the Chachamim instituted to say Kaddish at the end of every section of Tefillah. As we saw, Rab Soloveitchik had a slightly different understanding. Nevertheless, Achar Amirat Korbanot Omrim Kaddish The first time is after Korbanot. It wasn't mentioned by the Mishnah Bura, but that seems to be the common practice today because the Korbanot in and of itself is a unit unto themselves. The second part is Achar Siyum Zimra Chatsi Kaddish. And then the third one is after Nefilat Apayim Vetachanonim Chatsi Kaddish. That's really after the Shmona Israel. And then there's Achar Kedusha the Sidra. That's after Uvalatziot. And that's when we say the full Tit Kabel, and then Achar Shil Shayom Kaddish Yatom. At the end of Tfilah, we have the mourners Kaddish. Vachar Pitumakatoret, another Kaddish de Rabbana. Al Yedea Kaddish Anu Chotmim Umeromim Kol Shlav Mishlave Hatvila, Ela Megama Eliona Biotesh, Tihi Kvot Shamayim Umitoch Kach Mamshichim Leshlav Haba. So again, according to what the Pnina says, which we saw, it's not just the conclusion of the tefillah, it's really like the pinnacle. And that is creating a certain uh, um, honor of, of, of Shem Shamayim, Kiddush Hashem, that we do at the end of every section of the tefillah. Now, he, he says that there are actually Arba Nusachim, Yeshnam Kaddish, and let's call them by their names. The first one is Chatsi Kaddish which is interesting because Chatsi Kaddish really is the complete Kaddish because that's how it was originally instituted. Um, nevertheless, who ikara Kaddish, this is the main essence of Kaddish. Not to get confused. People think, ah, oh, Chatsi Kaddish. So that's, we're not doing the real thing. No, the Chatsi Kaddish is really the real thing. But then we did add-ons after this. But why do we keep it to its minimal? We keep it to its basic structure when we are in the middle of something because you don't want to create a hex. 
The next one is Kadif Yehei Shlama Rabba, uh, or some people call it Kadish Shalem, the entire Kadish. And when do we say this? Omrim oto achar amirat psukei tanach, v'nitvasabo bakashah she'ei lanu olchol Yisrael shalom v'chaim tovim. So we say it after we learn things, saying uh, generally psukim of, of scripture, and we ask us a bakasha, since this is such a powerful tefillah, we ask a bakasha that a Baruch Hu should give us life and peace, etc. Masayimim oseh shalom bimomav v'imru amein. Now, this is generally said by orphans, by the mourners. So it can be called Kaddish Alem, or Kaddish Yeshlam Araba, or Kaddish Yatom, or in English, full Kaddish. Generally, we call it by full Kaddish. Then there is the Kaddish that the Chazan says, Kaddish Titkabel. Right? Um, so basically, it's very similar to Kaddish Shalem, um, but there's uh, this Tfila uh, of Tit Kabel's law, which we pray that Akash Baruch Hu should accept our Tfila. And then there's Kaddish the Rabbanan, which we say after learning Divrei Chachamim, and after, before we do all the Titkabel, uh, etc., we add a Tfila Alomdea HaTorah, Al Rabbanan, Al Talmidei Rabbanan, etc. I've never really said it, so... Uh, well, unless you're at the end of a masechet, so then, then you usually do do say that as well. But um, so that's when the, the, those are the four types of nuances that we have within the kaddish. Okay, now the let's go into a few of the halachot. We've seen why we say kaddish. We've seen when we say kaddish. Let's learn a few of the principal halachot. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to get to, but we'll try to get to also whether woman can recite Kaddish. This is a huge topic uh, uh, around the world uh, in different communities. So, so let's see. So the first time is, says the Shulchan Aruch Orachayim Nun, hey, Omrim Kaddish ve'en Omrim Otob ba'pachot me'asara z'charim b'nei chorim z'olim she'eviyo sh'tei sarot. You need a minion of 10 men v'u'adin l'kedusha u'barcho she'en marim ba'pachot me'asara. We know that Kaddish is one of the things that's called davar she'bikdusha. You need 10 men, no chidushim over there. Now the question is, what happens at what stage do you need the minion? Meaning, if I assume that Kaddish is really a completion of a certain unit of davening, what would happen if when I was davening, let's say you, you, you come to shul, everyone says, okay, the Zimra, there's only nine people. They say Yishtabach, they've completed Yishtabach, you're still only on nine people. And now the 10th person comes, oh, now we can say Kaddish. Is that true? Katava Taz says the Taz, that's a Mishabura. The Be'et Amirab Tsuket the Zimra ain't Sarich Asara da Filo Imamru be Yechidud. Koshriyesh Asara Bishat Amirat Akadish Dai Bekach. Says the Taz, even if they didn't have a minion when they were doing the section, such as Tsuket the Zimra, and now you're coming to complete that section. As long as for the when you want to say Kaddish, you have 10 people, that's good enough. 
וכן הם התחילו להתפלל ערבית ביחידות ובעשרה לעת אמירת הקדיש יכול לומר קדיש. יודד מעריב, וכן בכל לימוד שאדם לומד פסוקים או אגדת או באמירת עלינו או באמירת אשר שקודם מנחה או באמירת תהילים בבוקר אם היה בלי מניין ונזדמן תכף מניין שיש לומר קדיש. According to the Taz it's very simple. The, the obligation for a minion is for the Kaddish itself and not for anything that was said before the actual Kaddish. However, the Magen Avram argues, the Magen Avram in Siman Samach Tet and Reish Lamedalet argues, he says, also the Gra argues, Alkein hiskimu achroinim, ‫והנכון שיאמרו אחר כך ‫מזמור או גימו פסוקים ויאמרו קדיש. ‫This is why it is preferable ‫in order to be יוצא the חיוב, ‫according to the Magen of Ram, ‫that you need to have the people ‫saying some part of the Tefillah together. ‫So either they learn together ‫or either they, um, they uh, say, repeat some פסוקים together. ‫ביים בפרימגדים, זה מוכח מיני דלעניין פסוקי דזימרה ולעניין תפילת ערבית, גם המגן אברהם מודה לאטז. אוקיי, אז אז הוא אומר, אבל לגבי פסוקי דזימרה, אפילו המגן אברהם יגרו עם האטז. אני אגיד שיש שיר, ובסוף השיר, מישהו רוצה Then they say, no, no, it's a good Rabbi Hananiah. Uh, so we can say Kaddish. And I've always wondered, why do I have to say Rabbi Hananiah ben Akash Yomer? Uh, which is important. It's a Mishnah. But we've just been learning Mishnah Yod. We've been learning. Why do I have to say that? So Lichora, because I think the reason why we, it became adopted to, to, to say a Mishnah is because, you know, people coming in at different parts of the Shir, maybe you started with three people. Let's say you had a Shir. half an hour before Mincha. When you started the Shia, there were two people in the Shia. Uh, uh, 15 minutes before Mincha, now you got five people. And, and uh, one minute before Mincha, oh, now you got a Minya. And they didn't hear the whole Shia. So, so it's very difficult to, well, did you learn together or not? Oh, so we say, Rabbi Hanania ben Akash Omer. Meaning even if they went in the Shia, we know that we all learned the mission of Rabbi Hanania together, and then we, therefore we can say Kaddish. So I think maybe that's the Svara, Behind, I'm sure that's the Svara behind why we always say Rabbi Hanania, even though the guy's just given a three-hour drosha uh, in, in Chas and Poskim, but nevertheless, you need to, to say Rabbi Hanania. But at least uh, many people are very makbid that the rabbi does say uh, Rabbi Hanania, but I, I see the Svara behind it now. Okay. Now, let's move on. You know what? I'm going to skip, because we've only got 15 minutes. I'm going to skip to the topic of women in the Rasaat in Kaddish, because I think it's very... Uh, controversial and, and it's very lamaise um, and people have different ideas about it so let's just see what the post can say about it and then afterwards we can always come back if we want to to uh, to the other part um, um, well I'm skipping a lot. Um, maybe we're going to have to do the shear over to, to Shurim. I think we're going to have to do the shear over to Shurim. Okay, well, for today, we'll start with women reciting Kaddish. 
um, and then we'll go back and complete all the other topics. So the truth is that um, there isn't really uh, any can, there isn't any literature that we find in the Rishonim about women saying Kaddish. We know that it's very clear that Kaddish has to be cited in the presence of a minion. Minion, meaning 10 men, uh, Kaddish has to be recited. The question is, is there a problem of a woman reciting Kaddish? And for example, you have a woman who's the only child. She wants to say Kaddish for her parents. Can she say Kaddish uh, if she's in the Ezraq Nashim? Is there a problem? There's a minion. Um, and as we'll see today, there are multiple mourners saying Kaddish. So maybe does that change things um, as well? So the first uh, known Achron that dealt with this was the Chavot Yair. The Chavot Yair in Siman Reish Chavbet talks about, he was one of the Machmirim. He said, Shechad Nedar Bli Ben so a person passed away without any son. So he, he, he paid for 10 people to learn in his home. And, uh, and after their learning, the daughter should say Kaddish. And that community were okay with it. They never, they never, um, they never uh, um, um, said anything to protest this. But now the Chabot Yavir says, although I don't have a strong argument or strong proof to go against this, we said the, the nature of Kaddish is really being Makadish Shem And they are also called Bnei Yisrael. Although the source of a, a, a mourner or an orphan saying Kaddish is really from the story of Rabbi Akiva, that next week we'll go through it, and that was for a son. In the end of the day, the logic we should apply also to a daughter. Nevertheless, says the Chabot Yair, Right? So we, we need to suspect that uh, because of this, the Minagim of Bnei Israel, which are also Minhag is Torah, and of, since there hasn't been such a Minag, we are concerned that each person will end up building their own altar. And we'll turn the words of Chachamim into a joke. And uh, the Chabot Yair says, look, although in principle I don't have a problem with it, I do have a big problem because it's not Minag Yisrael. And Minag Yisrael is, is Minag is Torah. And therefore there is a big problem diverging from Minag because it's going to cause all sorts of uh, problems later on. However, and, and sorry, and similarly, the Ashare Truba quotes the Shvut Yaakov. Shvut Yaakov was also one of the Achroinim uh, uh, in the 1800s. Yaakov, Shim Ein Lo Ben Rakbat. If there's only a daughter, Lo Tomar Kaddish Rak She can only say Kaddish in her house. So here, the Shvut Yaakov is going slightly against. The Chavot Yair. The Chavot Yair seemed to say that women 
should not be saying Kaddish at all. The Chavot, the, the Shvut Yaakov says they should not be saying Kaddish in Shul. They should be saying Kaddish uh, in their homes. They get a minion together. Uh, the Shvut Yezer also seems to say that they shouldn't uh, be saying this. Um, um, so now, uh, let's, I'm just, he says like this. But Sefer, this is the Shut Sitzeliezer. The Sefer Beit Lechem Yehuda, Achrei Shematik Mechavat Yair Mosif Pechain Sefer HaChasidim. And he writes in the name of the Sefer HaChasidim, Ein Lepat Bekadish Lodin Vedat Vein Ze Elashtut. Sefer Hasidim is probably the most harshest that we've seen so far about women saying Kaddish. And this is also the opinion of the Seychemid. On the other hand, we have um, two of the great Paskim in America that didn't seem to have an issue with it. The first was Rabbi Yosef Eliyahu Henkin, who was the predecessor of the Gedoilim before Rabbi Moshe Feinstein. They were colleagues. But um, until uh, until kind of Rav Henkin was the posek, but then Rav Moshe uh, became uh, overtook him kind of thing as the posek. So he writes, Rav Henkin writes in Shuvat Ibra, that if a woman comes and davens in the woman's section, the tachshir maaser bigdushat shabbat, the kashrut v'tara v'tzniut, and she keeps. Shabbat and Kashrut and family purity, and she is Sanua. She calls him Ikarim. Now these are the main things. And Betachpot Lomar Gam Kaddish, and she wants to also say Kaddish. Bifne Anashim Shomrim Kaddish Bebeit Akneset Shela Anashim. So she wants to stand in the woman's section and say Kaddish in the woman's section with the woman or the woman. Where the men are saying Kaddish in the men's section, it seems that there's no Kapeda of this, no, no problem with this. And especially when they come dressed like our American um, fashion, which he says is the opposite of what Kedusha is all about. Kedusha is separating ourselves from Arias. Says the person comes dressed in a, if a woman comes dressed in a non-Sanua manner to shul, that is not going to cause the, the deceased any nachat ruach. The whole purpose of the, the, the Kaddish Yatom that the old man is saying is to cause nachat ruach for the deceased. By coming in a non-Sanua manner, you're not doing anything uh, in, in, a, in a very good, good way. Rav Moshe Feinstein also. Now, Rav Moshe Feinstein, he's talking about a famous chuba about when you need a machitza, when you don't need a machitza in shul. And again, it's not only shul. You go to a mourner's house and they daven mincha ma'ari there. Do you need a machitza or not? So it's a long chuba. And in this chuba, she'altim tzarich machitza lachzot ratz b'ibnei ha'sha'achat or shtayim. Do we need a machitza when there's only one or two women? I brought the proof that you don't need a machitza if there are only a few women. But you have to clarify what's the considered the you know the minimum or the maximum amount that you don't need a machitza. 
או בבית מדרש שמתפללים שם בימי חור ומנחה בשבת, שאין שם מחיצה, לצד איזה בית מדרש, זה לא מחיצה, האם מותר להניח שכמה אנשים ייכנסו וישבו בסוף החלק? זה באמת בדצה מומן סרט דבק. והנה בכל הדורות, this is the famous line, נהגו שלפעמים הייתה נכנסת אישה ענייה לבית המדרש לקבל צדקה. It was accepted that a woman would come, and a poor woman would come to ask for tzedakah, she would sit at the back of the shul. או אבלה לומר קדיש, או a mourner, woman mourner, to say קדיש. So that sentence, the Rav Moshe Fahansi kind of just drops it out, like, you know, there was, there was a, a, a minag in uh, that uh, women used to come in and say Kaddish. Now, he's referring to it. Sounds like he's referring to that they used to come into the men's section to say Kaddish. Uh, that, that's what the truth is about, that there wasn't a min, there wasn't a, there wasn't a machitza. Pil'ei playing, right? But that seems what he's saying. Ve'alacha lemaaseh binyan zeh tzricha iyun v'tluya barbein yanin. And this halakha lamaseh needs further iyun. Now, this sentence of halakha lamaseh, what is he referring to? And I think the pashtus is, he's not referring to this last line that he just mentioned. The pashtus is that it's referring to the topic of the, of the truva, and that is, when do you need a mechitza, when do you not? And he says, halakha lamaseh binyan zeh, it's complicated. ומקום מקום נראה שבבית מדרש שבכל שבת תרצה אפילו אישה אחת לבוא למנחה בקביעות. אבל אם זה בית מדרש ועל פרמננט בסיס, אומן רוצה לקום, אין להקל להתפלל בלא מחיצה. אז זה מה שהוא חושב. אבל הדבר שהוא חושב שהוא חושב שהוא חושב שהוא חושב שהוא חושב שהוא That seems to be that, that he agrees with um, Rav Henkin. So we've seen both Rav Henkin and Rav Moshe Feinstein seem to imply that, that there isn't a problem. Thirdly, Rav Soloveitchik. Uh, this is uh, in the Hakira journal. And asked Rabbi Gerald Blitzstein right, uh, about the issue. He wrote to me as follows. The Kaddish matter is as follows. I was asked about the question last year and looking into it, could find no reason beyond general policy for filling it. I spoke to Rav Aaron Lechmitzin, who had the same reaction, and said he would ask the Rav, Rav Soloveitchik, which he did when I was on the other end of the phone. Rav Lechmitzin put the question to him, to Rav Soloveitchik, and then was directed to ask me whether the girl was stationed in Nezrat Nashim. Well, she's, where is she standing? Meaning, Rav Moshe finds in Shufa, we saw that she was standing in the Ezra of the Gvari. So Rav Soloveitchik says, where is she standing? I, of course, answered in the affirmative, meaning that she's in the women's section. And the Ravs then said that, of course, she could say Kaddish. So yeah, you have Rav Soloveitchik, Rav Henkin, and Rav Moshe Feinstein. Interesting. All three Gedoidim in, um, in America didn't seem to have a problem of a woman saying Kaddish. I then also asked Rav Ezra Bik um, to put the question to Rav Soloveitchik. He wrote back. I spoke to the Rav about the question you asked concerning God saying Kaddish. He told me that he remembered being in Vilna at the Gaon's Kloys, which wasn't a modern Orthodox shul, and a woman in came into the back, I, there was no Ezrat Nashim, and said Kaddish after marriage. I asked him whether it would be make a difference, someone saying Kaddish along with her or not, and he replied that he could see no objection in either case. 
So according to Rav Soloveitchik, even if the woman is saying Kaddish, and she's the only one saying Kaddish, it would seem to be okay. Um, and then says Rav Bick, checking around, I came across a number of people who remember such incidents from Europe, including my father, right? Uh, who was uh, basically in, in, in a lot of towns in Europe, it seems to be that women did say Kaddish. So to summarize, we have seen that on the one hand, we have early Achroim, the Chavot Ha'ir, um, who says that women cannot say the Stei Chemed, the Beit Lechem and others. We have the Shvut Yaakov that makes a distinction between Inshul and out of shul, like in a, in a mourner's house. And then you have what seems to be Rav Moshe Feinstein, Rav Henkin, Rav Soloveitchik, that seems to say that there's no problem with Ikaradin. By the way, it seems that everyone says there's no problem with Ikaradin. The question is, are you going against Mina? So it seems that Rav Moshe Feinstein and Rav Soloveitchik and Rav Henkin didn't think that there was a problem of breaking Minag. It could be that there was such a Minag in Europe. It's not so clear, but it, it does seem from the testimony uh, of some of these, that this seems to be, even from Rabbi Moshe Feinstein himself, that this was an accepted practice. So obviously, person, uh, community should do what their, what their, their local minag is and what the local Orthodox rabbi says, but it's not such a clear-cut uh, issue. You have poskim uh, that are medical, you have poskim, poskim that are uh, machmir. Um, now, there's an interesting, uh, Shut Pnei Banim. Shut Pnei Banim is the uh, grandson of the Rav Henkin that we uh, that we uh, um, that we quoted. His uh, Rav Yehuda Henkin, and he lives in Yerushalayim, and he wrote a, a response called Pnei Banim. He learned with his grandfather, and uh, he wrote a response, basically continuing um, the tradition of his grandfather. And then he says an interesting chiddush. He says like this: "Uleetem amirat kadosh al yedaisha ein lachot mishut shvut Yaakov chelik bet veknesset yechezkel shekatvu shein lishalom ar kadosh beveit haknesset klal." Don't bring me, says the bnei banim. We align the shvut Yaakov that women cannot say kadosh in shul. He says it's not so clear why. Ki heim katvu lefim in agam sherak avel echad amar kadosh bechol pam. In, in Europe, where there was only one person saying Kaddish, so that's what the Shvut Yaakov says, and it's not right for the woman to say Kaddish. But in today's uh, shuls, where the universal minag is that everyone says Kaddish together, then he, the Shvut Banim, argues that even the Shvut Yaakov might um, uh, be lenient to say that there isn't a problem. Okay, so those are a few of the halachot of uh, Rasat in Kaddish. Bezrat Hashem, next week we'll com complete the issues of saying Kaddish. When can you say it? If you have a half a minion that leads, etc. And then we will move on. Okay, thank you for listening. Yashakach to everybody. Shukrach. Um, Shukrach, Rabbi. I just see Harold, you, you wrote a comment. At the Yekka school in London, they still mackbid on one people's or one person saying Kaddish. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. If you if, if you go in as a novel, you know, you come yeah. to catch a mincha there and you yeah. start saying Kaddish, it's a it's a bit like the base of Mekdish being pelted all the Asrogan. You you'll get <laughs> shot down, they'll bring out their guns and shoot you.
Yeah. Yeah. Me once, and the first and last time I went to Monk's Shawl in Golders Green. <laughs> That's the one. Okay. That's the okay. one. No, it's not universal. It's not universal. <laughs> okay. no, no, yeah. They think it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Have a good afternoon. Everybody. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.